Hey there, friends, and welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Batten. So excited to have you here today. We have a hot topic to go through today. I'm going to be giving you some action items at the end of this podcast or during the podcast. So grab a pen for this one because I really think it's an important one. It's a big topic that I get asked a lot about. So before we pay anybody to do anything or even investing our time and anything in marketing. Today, I'm going to give you some action steps that you can do before you pay for any marketing. I get asked this question all the time. Where should we spend our marketing money or what should we do or what do I think about this type of paid marketing and paid advertising? Let's talk about the things to do that are free and the things that we should do before we spend one penny on paid advertising. So let's jump right in. Thank you for being here, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are so excited to see how many retailers are listening to the podcast. I cannot express how much I appreciate all of you listening and sharing. And if you would be so kind, keep sharing it. It's so helpful to other retailers that might be in the same position. It is my goal and my mission. If you know me well, if you've been around for a while, if you've been a client, if you're in my inner circle or any of my programs, you know that I am here because I I'm trying to become the coach and do the things that I didn't have when I was building my business and my retail business. We can do hard things. We can do this with brick and mortar. It's such a, a pleasure and a joy to run your dream business. I know how it feels and it's just growing. This is going to be a good year for brick and mortar and I'm here to help people make it easier. I'm trying to be the coach. Like I said, the, the, the fairy godmother, the coach, whatever it is that I couldn't find when I was struggling. So I hope you're finding this, the podcast helpful. If you are, wherever you're listening to the podcast, usually up on the right-hand corner, there's a share button. If you know fellow retailers who might find this podcast valuable, I would so appreciate you sharing it with them as well. So thank you so much, my friends. And please subscribe and leave a comment. We love comments. I read every single one. I love reading them. It helps me with feedback and it helps the algorithms. We all know the algorithms, right? It helps the algorithms to uh, tell the rest of the world that, hey, there's something to take away here. So thank you so much. Today, we are going to be giving you really specific action steps for you to do before you pay one more cent for advertising or one more brain cell worrying about where you should be advertising and how you should be attracting new customers. So before you do any payments, we're going to talk about the ecosystem of marketing, I guess a little bit of what we need to take care of prior to that. So let's jump right in. Thank you so much for listening. Grab a pen. Don't forget. Let's go. Running a retail business doesn't have to be so hard. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, the go-to podcast for creative shop owners, studio owners, and independent retailers. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, retail business coach and mentor. Each week, I'll share simple, proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers, and advice from industry experts. Together, we're going to work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. I am asked so many times about... Facebook ads or billboards or radio or newsprint or whatever about where we should invest. Where's the best place to invest our marketing time, dollars and energy? And I'm here to tell you there's 
really no right answer because it really depends. It's a trial and error and what works for one might not work for another. We all know that. And that's actually a beautiful thing because if everybody was doing the same, it wouldn't be great. But here are some things that we all need to do. Every one of us needs to take care of prior to anything, before we do anything at all, we need to think about our customer's journey. So why are we marketing? Why are we even considering doing marketing? Why are, why are we doing a billboard? Why would you even want to do a Facebook ad? So let me ask you before you do anything to just listen to this podcast or come back to it if you need to when you get ready to do it and make sure that you've got these things covered. And here's why. We have to think about, first of all, the end result. What is the end result? Ideally, and for the most for most of us, it's for customers to cross the threshold, right? Come across the door and buy our beautiful things. We want to attract the right customers. The right customers meaning that they're the buyers of the things we have in our shop, right? So we want to make sure that we are attracting the right customers and that their experience with us is the right one. I see so many times that we pay for advertising and then people, you know, they just don't get the right, it's not the, not advertising to the right people, also not advertising, the right people are finding us, but they're not seeing the right experience. In episode number 90, I talked about customer experience and expectations in 2022 as being one of the big trends. And the experience is coming across your threshold, coming in your shop and enjoying your beautiful business, which I know so many of you have already. And you're thinking, got that covered. That's great. You know that. I know that. But is everything that we're doing in our business reflecting that? So I just wanted to tell you a little story about a customer client of mine who was paying for Facebook ads and she was, wasn't getting any results from that. So we kind of, we talked about it for a while and what was happening was she was driving people. So fa- think of your customer's experience. They click on a Facebook ad, you know, uh, with a product or an image. And what was happening is they were landing on her webpage and it was super confusing. It was taking them to her, a product on her page that didn't really make sense. And guess what? She was trying to get people to come into the store, but there were no hours on her website. They, she wasn't, they weren't really sure, like the journey and the experience after people had clicked that button was kind of like, meh, it wasn't, it was confusing. Also, her shop is stunningly beautiful and gorgeous. And when you landed on her website, it was just kind of meh. So that's where she was driving the traffic from this particular Facebook ad. But her website just did not reflect what was inside her store. And she kept meaning to get up to it. And it wasn't, you know, she has an e-commerce portion to her shop and it's okay. And it was okay. But she really wanted people to come into the shop. So the customer, that's it. That's as far as they got. So her Facebook ads were like blah, falling flat, not working. So that makes sense. Another uh, client, another experience that I've seen happen recently is a client paid for an ad in a local um, publication. It was a, you know, a, a, a magazine article paid quite substantially to be in this magazine article. And what was happening was people were not coming in. Like she was specifically driven to local clientele. And she finally realized what was happening was people were driving by before they would come in. Because that's what we do, right? Think about the way you search for new people. So people were driving by and she finally got people, she finally realized and had people tell her, 
oh my gosh, I drove by, they saw this beautiful article in the paper or this publication. It was a beautiful article. It was really gorgeous. I saw it. But it didn't match what was happening on the outside of her shop. And it was kind of hard to see the front of her shop. You had to go through like she was in a strip mall kind of thing. And it just didn't, it didn't match. Things didn't match like their expectation, because that's what people do. They drive by first, right? I want you to think about the last time that you had a, a, a something new, a, a new store, somebody mentioned, the hairdresser mentioned, regularly, I talk about the hairdressers, you want to be the go to for the hairdressers. So what do you do? You Google it, right? You Google it, you search it out, then you go over to their Facebook page, you might click onto their website. You know, you you see that first Google experience is really important. And we'll talk about that in a minute. And if it's kind of like, eh, and looks kind of shoddy, then you're not going to go any further, you might click to their website, that might be kind of shoddy too, or whatever. But I'll get to that, right? You know, someday that's what we say, right? We'll get to that. So then we go to their Facebook page and there's, you know, a couple of videos, but there's, you know, it's just really kind of, you're not really sure what, you know, you're confused. You're not really sure what they do. And that's it. If you do go to the next step, you might drive by and check it out just to see maybe, you know, and that's about as far. So sometimes we are our own worst enemy. Because first impressions count from that very first click when they start Googling you or searching you or looking for you, because everybody does it. It's so rare nowadays for people to think of or hear of or learn of, or even if a friend suggests and says, I love my new earrings from this place, or I just did this, I just went to this workshop at another, you know, at this, this fabulous studio. And even if they click it, what do they, what do you do? You don't just say, oh, I'm going to get in my car and drive there. We click on their Facebook page. We click on what we've asked our lovely clients to share our, our products. And we go there and it's like, oh, okay, well, Susie said it's nice, but gee, this doesn't really seem all that great. So what our very first thing is we have to do before we set out on the adventures of paying and really spending a lot of time and energy attracting new customers, we have to think about what we already control and is that all updated. So control and owned is what I'm talking about. What do we own? What assets do we have control over that we own? We own the front of our shop. So this is a, you know, I know a lot of you are like, of course, the front of my shop is beautiful, but I really want you to step back. And I know we've walked through this customer experience before on the exterior of our shop, but I want to remind you, does it like from the road, if you were driving by, just like if you're buying a new house, that's what people do. They're checking what's your, what is, you know, what is your, the front of your shop look like? What's your drive-by status? <laughs> like, as they say, are there flags? Is your sign super clear? Does it make Makes sense? Is it welcoming? All of these things, we control that for the most part. We control that. Is it well lit? Is it shoddy looking? You know, is it, and I keep saying shoddy, but you know what I mean? Is it kind of dungy looking? And sometimes as shop owners, we go through the back door or we just, we haven't got around to it or we don't clean our windows. It's super important that that is a first impression. And again, let's go back to the Google My Business. People Google you, everybody Googles. I want to remind you that we have a full podcast on 
how you can get started with making sure that you've optimized your Google My Business inside my Retailers Inner Circle. If you're a member or if you want to be a member, we have a full checklist, a full masterclass on how to optimize your Google My Business. Everybody needs to optimize their Google My Business page. For the simple reason that I land on you, I'm Googling you, I'm searching you by either keywords or I'm trying to find you by the name, you own what I see. Like you own that. It's up to you to make sure that when I land on that, it's got nothing to do with algorithms. It's got nothing to do with paid advertising. This is a free service that you should be truly making sure that is updated and kept right. The hours, some images, optimize it to the very best that you can. I've had tons and tons and tons of my inner circle members just blown away by the results of just going through the inner uh, the inner circle masterclass on Google My Business, but you can control your own. Just we even I said we have the podcast as well. Um, it's podcast number eighty one that we did best practices for uh, for uh, Google My Business. So we own that, right? So we own the front of our shop. We like we have control over that. <laughs> we own that. So think about what else you own. We also own our website. So. I've landed on your website. I want you to have a really good look at your website and making sure that you have optimized your website to be inviting for a brick and mortar website. It's super important. I mean, this this day and age, everybody's looking online. So we need to make sure that when we land on your webpage, it's super clear how they get you. They don't have to scroll. We want them to instantly know when they land on your page. We want it to feel like you. We want the vibe to be like you. We want it to, you know, to say what city are you in, how to shop with you local, how to contact you. We want them to go, ooh, this is nice, and then scroll. If they are gonna scroll, they're gonna scroll after they say, ooh, this is nice. Again, inside my Retailers Inner Circle, we have a full masterclass on how to optimize your 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 one page, even if you just have a one-page website, something to reflect what you're doing. If you are doing e-commerce, there's a whole kettle of fish there as well, too. There's a whole lot of things. And again, we had uh, an e-commerce expert with Susan Bradley in to talk to us about optimizing e-commerce to make them kind of move through your page. But we want to make sure that they understand what you're all about as soon as they land on your page. You own that. Make sure there's hours there. Make sure there's location. Make sure there's a map. Make sure there's a phone number. There's lots of things we need to make sure. And next week's podcast, uh, episode number 97, next week, we will be talking a little bit about the mistakes that I see in some retailers' uh, brick-and-mortar website. So stay tuned and listen to that. We also want to make sure that we are optimizing and making sure that our first impressions from our Facebook page and our Instagram page are accurate. Make sure your city name is located on your Instagram page. We are not growing our Instagram pages for vanity metrics. We are growing them because people are checking us out and we want them to come into our shop. Well, where are you located? Have the links on your page to your website or to your Facebook page or wherever you want to send them. Make sure that you are doing calls to action, which means inviting people in regularly on your Facebook and your Instagram, but make sure that Instagram header is updated. Make sure that the hours are updated. Make sure the location is updated. You and I both know that Facebook make changes all the time. 
<laughs> so we have to check those things regularly. You own, you don't own your Facebook and Instagram, but you do own the content that people see. So when I land on your Facebook page, make sure that it makes sense that instantly, as soon as I land on your page, I know what you're about and I get a really great feeling and I cannot wait to come in your shop. We also want at this stage to make sure you're humanizing everything. I want to see some people on your website. I want to see you and your family or your team or your shop. I want to see not Walmart kind of pictures. I want to see not product pictures only. I want to see what makes you special. I want to see humanizing. If you do workshops or you're a studio, I want to see happy smiling faces. Like think about your customer's journey who they're just finding you. They're just finding you. They've never, you know, somebody kind of mentioned you and now they're on their page. Don't make them scroll down 50 pages. Make sure that you have a, a cool pinned post about your business, not about your, not about you, but about how you serve people or what you do. Make sure your header page, your, your header on your Facebook and your Instagram makes sense. Make sure that it's so clear what you do. And this does take a little bit of work, but you own these things. We also want to make sure that uh, your listings on any directories that you might be on in your community. So business directories, your chamber of commerce, your economic, your whatever, if you're on buy and sells or whatever you might be on, make sure that those are all updated with current hours and locations, everything we own and your, your LinkedIn post, your Pinterest post, everything, all of those assets that we talk about and that we have set up. Just take one hour. I promise you, like one hour will get you through all of this. We kind of call we call it like a an audit check and just make sure that it just makes sense. And a fun thing to do is actually have somebody else look at your your stuff. So, you know, find find somebody who maybe is not really familiar with your business and ask them to have a look. So I'm what I'm thinking about if, you know, in uh, our free group in the Rockstar Creatives group, or in if you're a retailer's inner circle, we can do this inside our members group as well. You know, ask somebody if they'll just pop on, just say, what do you, what do you think I do? <laughs> what do you think I sell? What do you think I'm about? You know, they're a little bit biased because they already know you're a shop owner, but they're going to know that when they land on your thing. What's your experience when it goes when you go through all of these things? And what I'm telling you again about your website and about your Google My Business and Facebook and LinkedIn and all of the things, they don't have to be perfect. I don't want you spending 3 hours polishing up your website because honestly, the website just needs to have the right details and some pretty pictures. It does not have to be flamboyantly amazing. If you're not an e-commerce site, e-commerce sites needs to have a little more attention, but for your brick and mortar website, we just need the right information and the right feel. I want you to think about how is everything making feeling? It doesn't have to be perfect. It does have to be done. I'm going to say it again. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be done and done correctly. We want the right information. I am seeing tons and tons and tons of websites, uh, Facebook pages, Instagram, that just, I don't know what they do. I don't know what they sell. I don't know what they share, like what they do. You know, a picture of a bunch of paintbrushes on the top of your Facebook page doesn't tell me what you do. It, it doesn't tell me what you do. I want to know what's in it for me. Why would I want to come in your shop? You know, we provide all of the creative products that you need. We want to make sure that everything makes sense and is clear 
clear as day in very few words at the top of, again, website. We want human pictures. Again, I'm just going to remind you of those things. And we also want to make sure, again, that everything feels like us. So think about it, get out of our own perspective and make sure that you have the right details for a complete stranger landing on your page. So it's really important. So this is the first part before we do anything else in marketing, we really need to make sure these things are all updated. So we've got all those things done. We know our hours, everything's right. The second part of our, what we do next, I guess, is we optimize shared and social. So this is, again, picking your poison. So being consistent on Facebook and being consistent on Instagram or wherever, again, I say pick your poison because it's social. It's, you know, it's something that we have to do. You don't have to be everywhere, but you do have to be out there a little bit. So before before we're going to start paying for ads, let's make sure we're optimizing what's already available to us. Facebook lives, uh, you know, Instagram, whatever it is, TikTok, real, you know, reels, whatever you're doing, make sure that you're paying attention to where your customers would hang out and not just vanity metrics. This is, again, vanity metrics, meaning we don't really care about the numbers. We do care about the numbers if they're an engaged number and if they're the right people. And we do want to see growth, but we don't need a million TikTok followers if our store is struggling and we can't get people to walk across the threshold and come across the door, right? We need to be where our people are. So I want you to use the algorithms to your advantage, meaning, uh, you know, even though these wonky, through these wonky, wonky times. We want to make sure that we are using consistency and we're using the, we're sharing the right things, edutainment as they call it. We're sharing products. We're not just selling, selling, selling. How are you serving your customers? So this is what we call shared and social part. Like this is, you know, we want to make sure that we're doing that. We want to make sure that we're being social in our community as well too. Lots of different ways to be social in your community. Um, you know, just being active in your community. When I say community, I mean like actual community. <laughs> if you are a brick and mortar in a city or a town, no matter what size, it's important to be active. And you can be active in many different ways. Some of it is social, um, uh, social media. Some of it is, you know, just being on boards and that kind of thing. So are you optimizing your local community? Are you like, think about it. I know we're bringing people in from other places. I know we're doing other things, but you know, are we being active and ask yourself, this is something else we want to make sure we are actively doing right before we do, um, before again, why are we paying for ads? If we haven't even taken time to, you know, be part of our business, our local business community and, or we haven't, you know, collaborated with other people in our, in our area. So this brings us actually to the third um, third part. So we've got our owned, owned marketing, we need to make sure we have control of we want to make sure we're sharing and social. And then the third part is earned. And there's four parts, by the way, I don't think I shared that. But anyway, or there's three parts before we get to the paid, but our earned, our earned marketing, earned marketing is so cool. I think earned marketing is where most of you probably want to live. <laughs> you know, we've got the other two covered where, you know, we're getting consistent on social media or whatever, pick your poison, whatever it is you're doing. But we want to, earned marketing is collaborations. Earned marketing is 
taking your reputation and being super helpful and reliable, you know, you have a beautiful business and people know it and there's word of mouth and it's networking. It's becoming the go-to. It's being active. It's being involved. So this is, again, where collaborations take place. This is where media gigs come into play. And don't think that you're not big enough. If you're listening to this right now and you're thinking, I can't get any media gigs. What is she? What in the world is she talking about? I'm telling you right now, you can. You can get into publications, you can get onto local news, you know, you just have to decide again, what, what you want to do before you start throwing money at ads. I'm letting you know that there's lots of free opportunities and media gigs are part of it. So even your customers, you know, you're having your customers and your friends, word of mouth referrals, creating an atmosphere of asking, you know, creating a system and a program in your in your shop of asking people to leave reviews on your Google My Business or asking people. These are marketing strategies that don't cost you anything and are super valuable. So brand partnerships. So maybe you're a guest on one of your brands. So I see a lot of retailers that I work with are paint retailers and creative retailers. And they have the opportunity to go live on the page of their brand. And in, in exchange, they get, you know, links back to their page. Guess what? They get links back to their website and their Facebook page. And we want to make sure that that's all conducive to the right people. So where do you want to spend your energy in these things? You know, there's stages at home shows. There's local events. Becoming a podcast guest on a local a local podcast. I'll guarantee you right now there's somebody in your community doing something, something, something with a podcast that's talking about cool shops or talking about cool things going on in your community. Um, hosting, you know, hosting a community workshop or if you have studio space or an event in your parking lot or an event at your studio space, you know, that's your local ham radio club. <laughs> I'm totally making that up, but not really because there's a local ham radio club. And, you know, there's people, if it's the right ICAs for you, if it's the right ideal customer, you know, use your space. How can we like get out of our, our little bubble and, think about think differently about our space think differently about our community and I know a lot of you do a lot of these things already I just want you to keep thinking about all of these things and optimizing them optimize 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 what you're already doing or what's already available to you you could become a collaboration with a bunch of other businesses so I'm thinking right now just literally as I'm talking about this uh, you know Stephanie who's in my uh, inner circle um, from, uh, from a new vintage. She's, uh, she's collaborating right now with local businesses for, um, a wedding. They're doing a wedding shoot. So I think they have like a f- local photographer and a local food person, and she's doing wedding signs. And, you know, what could you, who could you collaborate with in a larger event? So you all share each other's, you know, your each, each other's goodness. Um, Christy from Revived Vintage, um, she's working with her downtown community right now, a big, massive art, initiative in her community so she's getting you know she's involved in the community she's hanging art in her you know on the street posts and you know they're doing things it's a smaller town but guess what now everybody is like seeing her out and about and even just the small you know word of mouth of the board of directors that are working with her or the people that are you know on the street watching her do that people pay attention to the these things so what can you do to get out in your community, to get involved, to be part of, to collaborate with other people, to find brand partnerships with brands that you're, you know, that you're selling and that you're working with, pop-up shops with your vendors, um, 
if you have, you know, handmade vendors inside your shop, makers, that kind of thing. There's all, there's so, so many, there's too many for a podcast. <laughs> there's too many to share with a podcast, but these are what we call earned, earned marketing. These are earned, like you've earned their reputation. You've earned the right because of your reputation, because of the work you do, because of your beautiful shop, because you have, you know, all your ducks in a row when it comes to, you know, your brand's awareness, you earn the right to go out and ask, pitch yourself, or you've earned the right to be pitched to, right? Or be asked to. So think about all the the earned marketing. I love, like, I love that, um, you know, it really is, you've worked really hard, and you've worked really hard and you've earned the right to go and pitch yourself to the to the media. I just I just want to say that. So we have to be active, we have to be involved, we have to love on our people. If you just keep loving on your people, and I know probably if you're listening to this podcast, probably that you really do love on your people. You know, I always say we have to outlove our competitors and that kind of <laughs> makes people chuckle. But really, if we outlove our competitors and by that doesn't mean giving away, doesn't mean being an, a yes person. It means having our ducks in a row and being compassionate and being a really good retailer. All of these things we've been talking about so far don't cost you a cent. We have not done any paid advertising and they all work. We could stop right here. Like they all work really, really well. So again, number one, make sure that you your owned media or your owned pro, your own products, everything that you own, that you clean up your house, <laughs> you clean up your house, anywheres that people are finding you or seeing you, you control the data that they see. So we want to make sure that that is clean. The second thing we want to make sure is that we are being consistent in our shared and our social media. So, or our, our, I say, I say social, it could be, you know, however you're being social, we want to be consistent. We want to be accurate. We want to make sure that's all, you know, kind of going smoothly, if you will, and making sure it's active. And a reminder on that one that I don't think I said was making sure we're using calls to action. Make sure we are calls to action mean giving people directive every time you're on social media, not telling them to come and buy, but it's like, stop in, I'm here. Or, you know, don't forget we're located here. Calls to action are what people need to make an action. And the last one is earned marketing. That's your reputation. Those are the things that we can do, the collaborations, the media gigs, the vendor pop-ups, you know, anything like that, that you earned. And I want you to think about earned reputation, you know, think about your reputation. So when you're out on the street, when you're at the bank, my friend, I know we don't go to the bank anymore, as they say, but one of the funniest bits of advice, business advice somebody gave me was to go do my deposits inside the bank. And I'm like, rah, rah, rah. I don't want to do that. But going into the bank and standing in line and talking to the vend, you know, talking to the bank, the bank tellers, if you know, if that's still a thing around where you are, <laughs> these are little things that get you out in your community, go to your local coffee shop with your bag on the on your shoulder that says your shop's name. These are earned conversations, people will start to learn your name. So again, this is all earned marketing. So after that, so we amplify all of these things, or we do all of these things, and then we can amplify that with paid ads. So now if you really want to go to paid ads, if you are, you know, you've done the organic, you're doing all these things and you're humming along and things are really good, amplify that with a paid ad. So that's Facebook ads or radio ads or a billboard or direct mail. You know, maybe it's a paid Google ads, which my friends right now is far outweighing Facebook ads, but just saying paid Google ads for brick and mortar are working really well. Just saying that right now, as of this date, <laughs> 
as of this podcast recording, they are far outweighing Facebook ads for brick and mortar from my customer's experience. I don't have any data to share other than my customers are just loving, like a lot of my clients are seeing that. Anyhow, paid collaborations are another thing, you know, hiring either an influencer or, um, you know, hiring uh, or paying for collaborations where, you know, it's costing you money to do things together, um, those types of things. So wherever you're going to spend your money, wherever we're going to spend money, you know, cash flow out of the till, out of the drawer. You know, before we do that, let's make sure that we are attracting all these new customers. Let's make sure their first impressions are really, are really that they're really amazing. And that all of the other things that we've done. So we've made sure our website makes sense. We've made sure our social media makes sense. Everything's going to make sense. And we're going to look at it from the eyes of a new customer landing on our Google My Business and then tracking us through. They go, where do you go? And I want you to take about 30 minutes, 30 minutes And I I challenge you to do that as soon as you can. Don't put this off. Don't make these one of these tasks that you put on your planner pad and then you move it over every day for the next like two months. Hands up if you do that, because I do that. This is a this is not like a giant task. This is a small task, 30 minutes. And I want you to list out all the things that you own and have control of, like where we should just kind of have a quick look. Website, all the things I mentioned earlier, Pinterest, LinkedIn, all of the places that your name might be or your information might be. And the action step today and the 30 minutes today is some of them you can do right away. Some of them you're like, I just need to change this. I just need to change that. When you come across like you're like, oh, my website is just a mess. And I'm going to be honest, as I am with you guys, my um, feedback from people, <laughs> they were totally confused by what Wendy did. Like they were like, well, we're glad we found you on the podcast, but like, what are your programs? What are your services? And it was confusing what I did and who I did it for. So I, we streamlined and I did that. So it's almost like point A to point B now. We can like, you know, you can, we do the retailers inner circle. I have a business course and I do business coaching for retailers. So that's the simplified version. We also have smaller courses and that type of thing that I offer, but we wanted to make it simple. When your first impressions, when you land on my page, it was really confusing. So now it's not. So I want the same for you. So if you feel like your website's going to be a little bit bigger project, and again, I don't want you to have a perfect website. I want you to just have the right information on it. So changing your hours, making sure your location is on there and changing your header page, those three things alone will make a big difference. I want you to ask yourself when you land on the page, and I want you to listen to next week's podcast because I'll, I'll share some things there. But I want you to take 30 minutes and identify what it is that needs to be changed and change the ones. I want you to set the timer. <laughs> you just set the timer for 30 minutes and you can get so much done in 30 minutes. If you take off your notifications, do a Pomodoro, a Pomodoro which is a 25 minute focused or 30 minute focused um, task. And get that done today. Figure out what needs to be changed or what you can update instantly or quickly and make sure that that's all updated. So schedule that 30 minute chunk in. I double dog dare you to make sure that you, you know, get that on the calendar as soon as possible. And then you can schedule in the smaller chunks. Eat the elephant. What do they say? Eat the elephant one bite at a time. So then you can do different chunks. But I want you to think about all of that before you start paying for all of your ads and everything. So I hope you found this episode helps you with a a clearer path, I guess, on, um, and we like to think of this almost like a clearer path to understanding where to start before you pay for ads. So my goal for this episode was to make sure that you understood you start with the internal things that you own, you move out 
to the things that you can share and socially. And then you move out a little bit further than that to collaborations and um, experiences and earned earned marketing and then you go to the paid marketing if you start on the inside and you move you think of it like a circle and you move on your way out you will have so much more control and the outer things that you're attracting the people on the outside that you're attracting will flow through that whole system so much easier and they'll get the right information and they will come and shop in your shop I promise that's what they'll do today again if you found this helpful and you need any more support if I can help you in any way with my programs please reach out at wendybatten.com is where you can find me you can also subscribe to this podcast so you do not miss any more podcast episodes and If you're interested in becoming a member of our Retailers Inner Circle, where we have a lot of deep conversations about these topics and more, you have instant access to our library of resources and all of our masterclasses when you join us inside the Retailers Inner Circle. So if you need any information about that, just reach out again, wendybatten.com, and I would love to hear from you, and I'd love to meet you inside the Inner Circle. So thank you, my friends. Have a fantastic week. Don't forget, join us next week. We'll be talking a little bit more about the website portion, making sure that that is updated. And I'll be talking about some of the mistakes or some of the things that I see that we can change on our brick and mortars website. Have a fantastic week, everybody. We'll see you next week. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm so glad that you're here to join us this week. And I hope you found value in what we're sharing here. I want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes you can find it at wendybatten.com slash podcast everything that you need to hear about today's podcast is there also an opportunity if you need to reach out to me if I can support you in any way whatsoever please feel free to reach out make sure you join our rockstar creatives facebook group we will continue the conversation over there weekly so thanks for joining us please leave a review subscribe if you can and never miss an episode we hope to see you back here again again next week. Thanks, my friend. Have a great week.